You are listening to episode number 12 of the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Before we dive in to today's episode, I wanted to read you the review of the week. This one is from B. Buswell, and they said, the amount of knowledge dropping here on this podcast is insane. These two have definitely mastered their craft and become phenomenal businesswomen in the process. Every episode has valuable information, not only for photographers, but for other creatives as well. I cannot wait to see where they take this as they have already proven they are unstoppable. I'm so proud of them and so happy to have them as a resource as I grow my business. Thank you, Evie and Lindsay. B, thank you so much. Seriously, you almost made me ball like a baby. I'm not lying. Each and every one of these reviews, guys, means so, so much to Lindsay and I, and we read them, seriously. If you haven't left a review yet, please do. That helps us out so much more than you realize. It's so helpful for us in creating this podcast and getting it out to more and more listeners. So if you haven't left a review, please do. I promise we read them and it means the world. Also, if you want to connect with other Heart and Hustle listeners and us, don't forget about that Facebook group. All of that from the reviews to the Facebook group will be linked in our show notes. Now, let me tell you a little bit about today's episode. Guys, we are going to spit some truth at you all about goal setting today. This is a topic that Lindsay and I feel so passionately about. Honestly, guys, If it wasn't for goal setting, neither one of us would be where we are today. There is so much power in strategic planning for your life and for your business. And this episode applies to anyone, not just our entrepreneurs out there. We're getting raw, real, and super passionate. (laughs) Lols, oops. On today's show, we are talking all about why it's important to set goals for yourself and how it can affect your life or business forever. And we're not just talking big. We are talking truth in this episode. And this is something we feel so, so, so strongly about. This can make or break you. Now, if you're ready to get a good kick in the pants and start this year off with the vision and strategy needed to kick butt, let's dive on in. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Hey guys, and welcome to 2020. We are so stoked. This is the first episode of the new year. And as fitting, we are talking all about goal setting and why it is vital for your business. So we figured this was the best way to kick off 2020, um, just kind of vision casting and explaining more so why vision casting is so important. Um, so we're super excited to talk to you guys about this episode. I wanted to start off um, by kind of a, a story that made me realize like, wow, people don't realize how important vision casting and just goal setting in your business is. So um, a while back, I was doing a website critique for a student and we were kind of going over her website and just going through everything that was on it. And I was giving her advice and 
I, I saw on her page that she had a section for photographers, which is amazing. She was a photographer um, and she was like teaching tips and tricks for photographers. And so I asked her, I was like, hey, um, do you offer mentor sessions or do you do you offer education? And she was like, no. And so I was, I was confused because I saw that and I'm like, well, then why is it on your website? Like you have you have something on your website that's that's attracting photographers, but you don't have a service backing that up for them to pay you for for that service. Um, like right now she was only doing, or right then she was only doing like weddings and stuff. Um, and so I, I looked at her and I was like, well, why are you, why are you serving them if you don't have anything to back it up? And she was like, oh, I don't know. I just always like was passionate like about doing that. And I, it made me realize that a lot of people I think don't think about their business in the future and like they don't vision cast and they don't have a goal or a route to go to. And when you don't have a route to go to, then like, if you don't have a vision of where you're going to end up, then you're never going to actually reach that destination. And so that's a huge concept that we wanted to talk to you guys today about because so many people struggle with it. I know I struggled with it when I first started, like just vision casting and kind of getting used to setting goals and putting them in place and actually having like a roadmap of where to take your business. Yeah. And I think that so many people are scared to dream. And that's the that's the biggest thing about this. And the reason that people are scared to dream is because we feel that if we actually put pen to paper and write those dreams down uh, or even like verbalize them or say them to somebody else, and then if we don't quite reach that goal or we don't accomplish those dreams, we have failed and we are a total failure. And so it feels safer for us to not even like realize those dreams or those goals, to not put them down on paper, to not make them something that we're working towards. Because then if we don't reach that, you know, it's fine because we weren't actually moving towards it anyways. But that is so freaking detrimental to you and to your business for so many different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um but you cannot be afraid of failure. You you can't be afraid of not being good enough or not feeling worthy if you don't reach those goals. Well, and I think it's funny that everyone is afraid to fail because like, guys, everyone's going to fail. You were going to fail. We have failed. We are failing all the time. Like anybody that's going anywhere has to fail before they get to where they're going. Like failure is just a part of life. And the sooner that we can get over that and get used to it and almost welcome it as a learning experience, like the better. And I know like for anybody that uh, does the Enneagram, I am an Enneagram three, um, notorious like performer, achiever. Um, And the Enneagram three, like their mission or like they feel validated most through achievements. And so like if anyone else feels me on there, like I'm a note, total workaholic and I find my value so often, like that's the downfall I think of the Enneagram three is that I find my value in, or my worth in what I do and what I accomplish. So when I fail at something, that's like a stab to the heart of like, oh, you're not good. So if anybody else is like feeling that out there, I am the exact same way. I feel you. Um, I mean, obviously everyone probably struggles with this to an extent, but I just, I wanted to say like, uh, any grim threes out there, like I feel you. Yeah. And I literally just circling back around and like, like double tapping what Lindsay was saying, like failure is a part of life guys, like for everyone. And it, if you're not failing, it means you're not trying. It means you're not doing enough. Genuinely, mm. I, there's a quote out there, and I can't remember it right now off the top of my head, but it is something along the lines of if you're not failing, you're either dead 
or stagnant. Like it's, it's one of the two. Um, and you have to be trying new things in order to grow. And when you try new things, you're not always going to succeed. And like, nail it on the first try with every single one. And there's a quote out there, I think as well for Thomas Edison when he was making the light bulb and somebody asked him, they were like, I forget how many times he tried to make the light bulb. I wish I knew this. I probably should have looked this up, but it was like a ton of times that he tried to make a light bulb and totally failed. Like it was not successful. And somebody once interviewed him about it and asked him like, how do you feel about all those failures? And he said, oh, well, I didn't like, I'm just going to say 99, but I think it was a lot more than that. Um, he said like, oh, I just found out 99 ways not to make a light bulb. Like it wasn't a failure. And he made that freaking light bulb. Like, can you imagine Mm -hmm. our lives? If he hadn't kept pushing through those quote unquote failures, he was learning and he was growing. And that's how it is for every single one of us. So we have to approach like his goal. Thomas Edison set a goal of creating an electric light bulb. And you know what? He freaking did it. Did he fail a ton along the way? 1000%. But that doesn't mean that he was a failure. That means that he was trying and that he was moving towards something. Oh, so. That's so good, Evie. <laughs> well, and like, if we think about it in this way, like you are unique. You were born into this world for a purpose. And if you're going towards your purpose, like you, people out there need what you have point blank. Mm, yeah. And if you don't keep trying and keep failing to get better, those people are going to miss out on what you have to serve them with. If you just give up on yourself and say, oh, I failed. It's not worth trying. Yeah. Like, keep going. Because like, if you have a lack of vision and direction and like goal setting in your life to keep trying and keep failing or to keep, yeah, to keep failing and then keep going, like you're not going to get there. And the people that you are going to serve that need what you have won't ever get it. And so that's just like, we're so passionate about this topic. If you can't know. <laughs> it's so true. Okay. I also just Googled it and Thomas Edison had a thousand unsuccessful attempts at inventing a light what? bulb. That's one thousand one thousand times he had a door slammed in his face and he like quote unquote failed. Can you imagine like having a thousand times that you've tried something? Like nine hundred and ninety-nine times plus one. Like that's insane. Anyways, I just had to look that up because I knew it was a lot more than 99. <laughs> um, but guys, I have an exercise that I want you to do. I want you to walk through a scenario right now in your head. Whatever this like goal or dream is that maybe you're thinking of right now that you really want to go towards or that you know you would never verbalize because it's so scary and big or something like that, whatever. I want you to imagine walking through that scenario and then Picture the worst case scenario. Like, just think of what could possibly go wrong. What would you do? What are the steps that you would take if the worst possible thing happened in that situation? Oftentimes, it's not as bad as we think. It's not as bad as we've built it up to be in our minds. We've built it up into this big, scary monster that is just Mm going to devour us if for some reason we failed or the worst case scenario happened. But if you actually face that fear of failure in that situation, whether that's going full-time with your business and you don't quite get as many bookings as you want, you're not earning quite as much as you want, and then, oh my gosh, your kids are going to starve. Like, is that really going to happen or are you going to need to pick up a part-time job on the side or go back to your old job or, you know, have some like cut back on some budget things, like maybe like get by on one car instead of two for your family? Like, is there, what's really going to happen? Are your kids going to starve or are you going to have to sell a car or get a a part-time job? Like, 
it's not as bad as we think. Like, it's not as freaking scary as we've built it up to be. Well, and oftentimes what would happen is, yes, we fail. But again, going back to failure, if you get over the fact that failure is bad and and accept that it's part of your journey, then again, you fail. Okay, cool. I learned from that. Let's navigate how to do it. And so like taking those exercises and like taking the step-by-step, okay, what would actually happen? Like, that's so good. And because I think it we build it up in our heads, like Evie, you said, that it's like this big scary monster that's going to happen. And it's going to like, my life is going to end if if this happens. But it's like, no, actually, this is exactly what would happen if that happened. And I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And I think it just all circles back around to like all of this goal setting, like facing those fears, like not letting that control you. If you have a lack of vision or direction of where you want to go, you're just not going to get there. Like, period. Mm. Like, if you don't actually know where you're headed, you're never, you're just going to walk in circles. And I think that's like so important to understand as entrepreneurs, as humans in life. Like, this is not just for my entrepreneurs out there. Like, this is for anyone in life, like, whatever you're doing. If you do not have a clear vision of, I want to get here, and you're just never going to get there. And I think the other thing I want to add to this is it doesn't matter if that vision changes. That's okay too. Mm -hmm. Like you don't ever have to feel like, oh, just because I've set this goal and this vision, I'm suddenly stuck to it my whole life or like until I reach it or whatever. Like if you decide as you're walking along that path, you know what? I really want to hop over. I want to like cut blaze a new trail. I want to try this. I want to do this. That's okay too. That doesn't mean you're a failure, but at least you're walking towards something and not just walking in circles. Ah, yes, that's so good. Well, and okay, I want to give you guys a picture. I think a lot of people out there are either stuck in a dead-end job that they hate or, or just in a season of life that's sucky, right? Like a lot of us walk through seasons that are sucky or jobs that are sucky and Oftentimes, I think even even if you have a dream job and you're in your business and you're loving it, a lot of times we get stuck in this cycle of like just dealing with putting out fires in the day that we're in or in the job that we're in right now. We're only focusing on right now because all the fires are happening and we're trying to put them out. And it's just this constant cycle of just trying to stay afloat um, and just worrying about like today or the next day. But like we're never actually sitting there stepping outside of the fire pit and like vision casting enough for the future. Like we're just literally like swamped and only dealing with everything that's happening. And when you're in that space, you can't step outside enough to vision cast to be like, where do I want to be in five years? I just have to focus on like the fire that I'm putting out for. So tomorrow I can breathe and like stay afloat. But guys, like you can't keep doing that. Like that's no place to live. And like as entrepreneurs or just as people in life in general that have goals and dreams, like they're not going to happen unless we step outside of that fire and actually like implement step by step instructions and steps, step by step instruction steps um, to actually like make that goal happen. Yeah. And I think uh, I have so many thoughts on this. It's so important. Lindsay and I both have like strategies behind our goal setting and we're not really today diving into the strategies. We're talking about why This is so important because if you don't understand your why, the strategies aren't going to help you. Today, literally just understand why this is important. And then Lindsay and I, something that we do, this is a little helpful tip. We write down, we have a whole strategy behind our goal setting, but we write down our goals. And Mm -hmm. we also put those in front of us. And we are very strategic as well to revisit those consistently, to be like, okay, why am I doing this right now? 
where is that going to get me? Like I'm doing a project now that is moving me forward to a project that I have in 10 years. And I'm doing another project right now and another task and job and like season that I'm in is moving me towards a season that I want to be in three years, in five years. Like you have to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And so writing these goals down and then revisiting them, putting them in front of you, putting them in your bedroom beside your bed, putting them, you know, in your office, putting them maybe like a couple of them on sticky notes, like swap them out, put them on your sticky note on your bathroom mirror, like see them, look at where you're going because that will help you so much in maintaining that direction and that like purpose behind everything that you're doing. Yeah, because here's the deal, guys. If you never actually take time to create a vision for your life and just create space to dream, if you're just constantly chasing tomorrow, you're going to be chasing tomorrow until you die. Oof, that is good. Oh, come on, preach it. Sorry sorry to be like the bearer of like bad news and just like give you a virtual like face slap uh, via (laughs) podcast. Um, But like this applies to everybody. Like you have to like, you have to have a dream and vision for your life. And so many people out there, I think, are just accepting the fact that life can be sucky and like, okay, fine, I will just live my life and go to a job that I hate or do something that doesn't fulfill me or doesn't make the world better from Friday or Monday to Friday. And then I'll just like have my fun on the weekend. And I'm like, that is no freaking way to live, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Oh, come on, Lindsay. I have a really good example of this, um, of like trying to vision cast and not just get in the cycle of like putting out fires and being in something I hate. Um, before I was a photographer, after I had graduated college, I worked as a server in a brewery in my college town. Um, and at the time, it was just a season of life when I was also like interning for my church. Um, but just to like make some other money on the side, I wanted something just like I knew that season probably wouldn't last forever. Like God, I hope <laughs> at the time. <laughs> um, but I was... I was wanting to make money and obviously like at a brewery that was super successful or popular in our town, I was like, I'm probably going to make a good amount of money doing this. And so I was a server. I absolutely hated it, guys. Like I like would dread going to work. I would cry going to work also because my boss hated me. Like nothing I could do was enough. Like if I slept the floors, it was, I slept it wrong. I started in the wrong corner. If I like put mustard in like the little jars for the table, like, oh, I didn't do enough. Like it was always just like putting me down, putting me down, putting me down. And we could talk on another episode on like how to be a good boss and not do what he did. Um, (laughs) but I just like, I felt like my soul was sucked and like, it just felt so bad. And like, so obviously in that season, I, I sat there and I was like, hey, I don't want to be a waitress when I'm 35. Like, I do not want to be doing this until the end of time. Like, I know that God made me for a purpose and it's not to freaking sweep floors and put mustard in a can. <laughs> like, I knew that. Um, not to say, like, I'm above sweeping a floor. I meant, like, in this, in this, in the, like, image of, like, being a waitress, I knew that that was not my life mission of what God made me for or what I was supposed to do. But, so what I did was in that moment, like, when I'm thinking, okay, I, I don't want to do this. I'm unhappy right now. Instead of just wallowing in that place and being like, well, well, hopefully a good opportunity comes along. Like, no, I was proactive. I still went to work. I still tried to be, tried because the boss hated me, but I tried to be the best server I could be and still steward the season that I was in. But simultaneously, I had to step outside myself and be like, okay, what are my actual goals for my life? What do I want to do? That's literally when I was working there is when I started like, like taking my camera, learning how to use it on manual and, uh, 
like I, I started like implementing and strategizing, okay, if I want to start a photography business, where, how am I going to get out of this job? Like how will I get to the point where I could quit or whatever? And turns out I got fired before I even got to that place, which was God just being, literally that was God just being like, I'm just going to like remove you because you're not doing it fast enough on your own. Um, but like, if you don't take that time to step outside yourself and vision cast, even in a season when you feel like it's not good, then you're not going to get out of it. Like you have to mm. set goals for yourself and like create a strategic plan. I said that weird. Strategic. Um, <laughs> a strategic plan of how you're going to get, like, and this example could like go for so many things. It doesn't have to just be a dead end job. Like you need to vision cast and you need to like create those step-by-step um, processes for how you're going to get where you want to go versus just stick sticking in some place and wallowing and just being like, blah. And I have a fun little wrap up to this story. After I was fired, lols, um, this was like a year, I think after I was fired, I was doing an engagement session in the alley back when I was like urban. No, just kidding. Um, (laughs) it was one of my first engagement sessions and I was doing an engagement session Oh, no, it, was, it wasn't It was my first. It was after I went full-time. It was like right after I went full-time. Oh, this is so good. It was right after I went full-time and I was doing like an engagement session. It was something that I loved. And we were doing the engagement session. Part of it was in the alley behind this restaurant. And what, what blew my mind is I'm sitting there like photographing and one of the bartenders like walked out, I think for his smoke break. And he obviously recognized me because I like worked with him a ton. And he was like, hey. And I was like, oh, hey, nice to see you again. And I literally had to take a moment and stop and be like, dude, I'm doing what I love and I'm not, I don't work with that dude anymore. Not nothing on him, but like, I don't work with him anymore. I don't have to like go into that restaurant and have my soul sucked and like be greasy and like (laughs) messy and dirty. Like I sat there and I looked at my couples and I was like, this is the best job in the world. Like I was doing what I loved, but I was doing it because I actually made proactive moves to like work on my photography and like shoot on the weekends when I wasn't at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And like I made those steps and it was such a full circle moment for me that I was like, what? This is so, I don't know. I just had to share that because it was just like so so cool. cool. I freaking love that. And I think that's so good that like you were so intentional in that season to be like, okay, here's where I am. I hate it. And here's where I think I want to be. And I think like from my, like our conversations on this like season for like both of us, you were kind of like, I think this is where I want to go, but I definitely know where I don't want to be. And like, that's okay, guys. Like if you're in that season, like obviously Lindsay got to like where she exactly wanted to be and where God had her. And like, she is literally crushing it. But like, she was not a hundred million percent positive when she was like trying to get out of that restaurant job that like, this is what I'm like, this is, she had no idea that like the heart university was going to come out of it. Or, you know, this podcast was like no vision of that, but she knew I don't want to be here. And so I'm going to start taking steps towards this way. Like, well, and I also want to add, even if you're in a season that you hate and you are making those goal settings for something else, still steward that season. I I could have been so grumbly is that a word? Grumbly? Yeah. yeah. Great. I could have been so grumbly and unhappy and frowny face about it and been like the worst server ever. But guess what? Me, even though my boss did not like me, uh, me showing up and serving my tables, that's, I learned how to handle customer service well, which guess what I'm using in my current business. Yeah. Like, 
So even if you're in a season that you hate and you're vision casting and goal setting for the future, still steward that season because you can always learn life principles in that season that you can use in the the dream situation that you're working towards. Oh, freaking preach it. And I have like an, a kind of like similar but opposite like situation where I worked a, a server job and I hated it, but my bosses loved me, like loved me to the point well, that like- to It the- must be nice. <laughs> It was to the point though that like my my manager, my GM, uh I was I was I was the pet. I was his pet. I was the manager's pet. And and some of the other servers were a little unhappy about that because he was I mean, to be fair, like he still screwed me over. Like I I worked way too much and way too hard and was taken advantage of because I was like such a good worker. Um but like he would do things for me that he would never do for other servers. And some of the other servers were like upset about it. Um, but anyways, I had like a, just a different situation where like my managers loved me. I was like the favorite and it was because I worked my butt off. Like I worked so hard. I was the best employee, had the best attitude. Like I was, I was really faithful in that season, even though I hated it so much. I like, oh, it was rough. Um, the atmosphere of any of you guys have worked in a restaurant industry. Like it is just it, like Lindsay said, like I've used that example so many different times. It sucks the soul out of you. It is just rough. Um, and it was so hard, but I was like, same with Lindsay. I showed up every day, like willing to work my butt off for my managers, for my tables, to work to make a better atmosphere for my other like coworkers so that they could have a better day at work. Like I did everything that I could to just be faithful in that season. And I learned so many different life skills from that job and human like relations skills from that job. And it grew me. It grew me a lot. I learned a lot about dealing with really unhappy customers when, you know, I had to be like polite. Like it taught me a lot about really high stress situations where you have 50 million things going on at once and how to systemize and not get overwhelmed and just breathe through it. Like it taught me a lot. And I think that's like so, so, so important. Like Lindsay said, just because you're in a season that you hate does not give you an excuse to not be faithful. Um, and it does not give you a reason to, have a bad attitude. Like mm-hmm. you can recognize, I don't like where I am and here's where I want to head, but it's so important for you as well as your future, as well as all the people around you to maintain like just quality, a, po- a positive, a positive mindset. Yeah, mindset absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, I just think it's so important. Like in that season, if you are in a season where you're not exactly happy, or if you're in a season where you're like, I want more, I'm ready to grow. Like I'm, I'm loving where I am, but like, there's something next. Like I'm ready for like a next step, add something in whatever, sit down and be like, okay, where do I want to be in X amount of time? And that can be whatever for you. You can do a bunch of different times. Like that's something that I do. You can do a bunch of different time, like frames, but sit down and be like, where do I want to be? And then backpedal from there and be like, what do I need to do to get there? So for Lindsay, it was being like, where do I want to be? And she's like, I think I want to do some photography or be my own boss. And what do I need to do? Well, first step would be learn how to operate my camera on manual. And that's where she started. 
Hey, Heart Fam, we had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part. <laughs> HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. Yeah, and then after I learned my camera, like I knew, okay, in order to have a photography business, okay, I need a website. Oh, I don't know how to design that. Oh, okay, let's like start researching that. So even while I was working at my restaurant job, I was taking Instagram courses. I was like working on my website and like working with like the design of it. Like I was doing all of that behind the scenes to get where I wanted to go even in that season. So just to say, like, I know I'm like using this example so long, but like it, it's such a good example of you can steward the season that you're in while still working towards something else and figuring out the goals that you have in your life by just taking a step back and vision casting and not being afraid of vision casting. Yeah. And that's so good. I think we had super similar seasons in our server job where like I was working like 50, 60 hours a week at the restaurant. And then I was working like 30 hours a week on my photography. Like I was barely sleeping. Um, and that was such a short season. I'm not encouraging like that kind of hustle long-term. I think I've talked about that, but that was like a season of like nine months to a year where I would, you know, get home from the restaurant at 11 PM work on my photography until like two or 3 AM and then get up at like six or seven, put in like two to three more hours and then go into the restaurant for a double shift, come home, Uh repeat. Like it was a lot, but I knew where I wanted to go. And so I had that like motivation, that drive to like put in the hours. Well, because that's so good because with goal, with vision casting and goal setting, like if you didn't know where you wanted to go, you would have quit. You would have quit. You wouldn't have done like the the hard season of doing double because like that's, you knew that that wasn't sustainable long-term. But again, if you didn't have that vision cast for the future, you would have been like, oh, this sucks. Like I'm not doing it. I'll just stick with my server job or I'll just quit and do something easier. Like you had that vision, which again is so important. It's why you need to set goals because you have a purpose. Like when you have a purpose behind what you're doing, you're going to do it with such intention and such beauty. Like you're going to get there. Yeah. And that, I want to fast forward a little bit and give an example a little more from like my recent life. Um, And when I was like, I was, I was hustling my butt off, like super, like full-time photographer, like super successful. My business was just booming and taking off. I have known for a few years now that I really wanted to move to LA, like to Southern California. I was like, I want to go to SoCal. Um, And so once I'd gone full time, once my business really started just taking off and like I was 
just getting in that rhythm of like, this is what I'm doing and, and I'm doing it well. Um, I was like, okay, one of my next goals within the next, and I like set a time frame. I was like, within the next X amount of time, I want to move to Southern California. And I was like, okay, backtracking from that, what do I need to do to get myself there? Um, and that involved like some research of like, okay, how, you know, what's the cost of living in SoCal? How much would I need to be earning like per year um, to really have like that financial cushion around me and like X, Y, Z. Like I was going through all the steps of like, what will this require? And then what do I need to do today or this week or this month or this year? Like, what do I need to do to get myself? there. And I started moving towards that goal. I started forward marketing myself. I started not taking any bookings in Ohio. I started booking like, and marketing myself to Southern California, trying to book a lot of stuff out here, traveling out here intentionally, offering discounts to some of the clients who were trying to book me in SoCal to be like, okay, I really want to show that I'm shooting there a lot. Like I was very strategic with that goal and I knew exactly where I wanted to go. And it took me, um, a little bit of time, but honestly, I had set the goal of like, I think it was three years, um, before I wanted to move to Southern California. And I planned to move to Northern California first because it was just cheaper. And I had friends there and I'd gone to school there and I was like, okay, I'll move to NorCal. And then I'll like slide on down and move to SoCal. (laughs) Um, and that was my plan. I had a three-year goal set and it was, I think a year and then bam, God opened the door. I hustled my butt off and I live in SoCal. Like it was just such an unexpected, like it came so much sooner than I thought, Mm. but it's because I knew where I was headed and why I was headed there and what I needed to do to get there. And that's so important guys to understand. And I could give you a 50 million other examples from my life. And I know Lindsay could give you a hundred million other examples from hers. Like there are so many different situations where we've set a a goal of here's where I want to be and here's what I have to do to get there because that gives you that perspective of like, this is why I'm doing this. And this includes, guys, this comes and circles back around to like exercise. This comes around to like getting in a routine of, um, you know, having dates with your significant other. Uh, this comes like this, this relates to literally Almost every every situation of life. life. Like if you want to be in a certain position, whether that's making time for your spouse on a busy schedule or exercising every single day or getting up early, you have to set a goal and then figure out what it's going to take you to get there and then be freaking consistent with like reaching those daily, like this is what I needed to do today to get to where I want to be in a year, whatever that looks like. Well, and especially with that, you have to understand your why behind your goal. Because say you want to, or say you want to like get into a healthy routine. Well, why? Do you want to lose 15 pounds? Do you want to have quiet times in the morning? Do you want to just feel more fit? Like, what is your why? I mean, again, Mm -hmm. like, like she said, this doesn't have to do with just business. It's like goal setting for life. Um, You have to understand a why. If you don't have a why behind it, you're not like, why would you do it? You don't have any motivator. So like with goal setting, you have to have a goal, but like understand and write down like, why do I have that goal? Why am I doing this? Like, do you want to go full-time with your business because you want to support your family and build up your kid's college fund? Like that type of thing. Like you have to have the why behind it. Um, Mm -hmm. And just especially like with this being the new year and like a lot of people talk about... um, resolutions, like New Year's resolutions. And it's like, okay, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in January. Great. Um, (laughs) 
But it's like goal setting goes so, so, so much bigger than New Year's resolutions that fade out by March. Like, you know, like goal setting is a life principle that when you set in place and you actually aren't afraid to dream and especially to like dream with the Lord, like good God, you could go so many places. Like if you actually just like give yourself, I think so many people are scared to dream because again, like what you said at the beginning of the episode, Evie, like people are scared to dream because they're scared of failure, but it's like, stop that. I'm going to give you a virtual slap to the face (laughs) right now. And literally just like, stop being afraid to dream. Stop Mm -hmm. being afraid of failure. Stop being afraid that I I also think people limit their dreams. They think, oh, okay. Like so many people out there, like, especially our students, I've talked with so many students and they're like, I'll go full time. Like, in 2021. And I'm like, why won't you say I'll go full-time in January of 2020? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's now because oh. this episode is here. But like, <laughs> what I'm saying is like, why don't you shorten that time zone time? So why don't you shorten that timeline by like a year and actually like push yourself? Yeah. I have, I literally have a perfect example of this where like, oh, I just, I just have this example. Um, I set the goal for myself, guys, and this is vulnerable. This is like, hey, real Evie talk, like sitting down with you, bestie, like girl chat, like glass of wine, some ice cream, talking about like periods. I'm just kidding. Why? Wow, I probably shouldn't say that on, <laughs> on a no, podcast. That's, this, if there is any place to say periods, this is the place. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, anyone doesn't know I've done two Tampax ads. So, you know, <laughs> apparently I'm just free about all that. Um, anyways, this is girl chat, real talk with Evie, like besties talking. I set the goal for myself this year um, that by the end of 2019, I wanted to have 100,000 followers. And if anyone follows me, uh, I currently have, I think, like 22, 23,000 followers, like something along those lines. I don't even know, but roughly like 20,000 followers. So um, I didn't quite reach that goal. <laughs> I mean, and, hey. and that's okay. Like, oh, I, well, this, is, this is coming out in January, so we, they'll know whether or not you did that. Yeah, I mean, we can, it, we can assume the answer. No, <laughs> we can assume the answer, but I am so okay with that. Like, it's it, first of all, my worth doesn't come from my numbers, like 1000%. Like, I'm not better if I have 100,000 followers than I am if I have 20,000. Like, does not matter. Yeah. But it also is one of those things where I was like, oh, I'm like so glad. Like, I, I did hustle towards that goal. And like, I love that I set that goal for myself. I dreamed really big. Like, that's really like crazy. I'm so glad I set that goal. Way to dream big, Evie. Like, I'm proud of myself for yeah. setting that goal, even though I didn't reach it. And like, it doesn't make me a failure. It means that I get to get up and try again in 2020. Like, I just, I just have thoughts on like, set a goal. And if you don't reach it, slide it on forward and like, keep working. Like, it doesn't mm. make you a failure keep going. I love that. Oh gosh. I could just (laughs) go on. I hope this is like encouraging for everyone that's listening just to like start off 2020 with this like mindset and just this reset of like goal setting and dreaming is so important. Like people dream, dream big, like don't like stop limiting yourself. Cause like you are your own biggest enemy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're your own worst enemy. You're your own worst enemy. You're the person that's keeping you back from doing what you want to do. It's not everyone else. It's most 99.9% chance you. Um, <laughs> and if you have a dream, stop saying no for yourself. Stop getting in your own head and put it down on paper and go freaking after it. Ugh, freaking Bridget. I love it. Guys, we feel so strongly about this. And we just wanted to come on here because starting a new year, we know it for so many people, like, if you're not listening to this in the new year, I just want to say 
January is not a magical month. Like it does not suddenly mean that like everything gets to start fresh and like, but it is a, a, a cultural mindset thing that a lot of people say like, oh, you know, January is beginning of a new year, clean slate. That's great. Do that if you want. January is not the magical month. So whenever you're listening to this and or whenever you decide in the future you want to like start with a new goal, freaking start with the new goal. Don't wait for January to circle back around. Like Mm -hmm. I have so many thoughts on that. But Lindsay and I just wanted to come on here when this season's talk is all about like this year and fresh, like clean slate, fresh goals, new ideas. Get out there. Start making a list of things that you want to do. Set those goals. Dream big. Dream ridiculously big. You have permission. Lindsay and I right now are giving you permission. Dream freaking huge, guys. Like, go big or go home. Like, set big goals. We have dreams to have, like, like villas next to George Clooney in, like, Lake Como. (laughs) And damn it, we're going to do that. I don't care how old I'm going to be. I'm going to be George Clooney's neighbor. Yeah, I will. (laughs) That's real talk, guys. Another real talk. Lindsay and I both have dreams of having side-by-side vacation villas beside each other in Lake Como, Italy. So if any of you guys... Well, yes. I said and George Clooney. (laughs) Um, But if any of you guys want to come visit, I'm just kidding. But seriously, like, that's a goal of ours. And, like, we're working towards that. And we want that to happen. And uh, I, I could go on, but I'm just going to stop. <laughs> Guys, so important. We hope, though, that this, like, sparked something in you, that this clicked in your brain of, like, why goal setting is so important and it's such a tangible, real strategy and mindset shift that needs to happen in order for you to move forward and to step in to what you want to be doing and to reach those goals. Mmm, preach snaps. Snapping <laughs> from my closet if you can hear that. <laughs> All right, guys, go freaking get it, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.